Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. If you are on medication, and so many of us are, do you ever wonder, do I really need to be taking what I'm taking? Many of us are on multiple meds, multiple pills every day. Maybe you don't need to. Maybe you might want to think of a natural way around that. And she is somebody that helps people all the time navigate that as a Native American master herbalist. And she deals in so much CBD and herbal teas. And so we're going to learn a lot today. I know that. And Tammy Lowell is with us from, I'm making sure I'm saying this right, Oyate Herbals? Correct, Steve. Yes. Wonderful. Tammy, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Steve. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's good to have you here, especially because I talked to my friend Rosemary yesterday and known her since I was 17, dear friend, and she got diagnosed with lupus. And she had some immune challenges over the last couple of years, but now it came back as a definitive diagnosis. And she said, I don't want to take meds. I guess I have to. She said, I'm going to explore some other things out there, but she's somebody that it's on their radar that she doesn't want to take it. And I guess she has to, but if she wants to minimize it, and I'm sure she represents a lot of people. Do you hear similar stories from people that, that are faced with taking meds, but then you wonder, do they have to? Oh, absolutely. All the time. You know, excuse me. I'm somebody who is not a fan of big pharma, but I know that we need the medical field, Western medicine for certain things. Sure. Um, I am. And a lot of my other phytotherapy, um, um, and herbalist, you know, people that, that work with me, we're trying to bridge that gap between Western medicine and traditional medicines. Um, but no lupus, lupus has actually, uh, has a lot of options for her. So mm. yeah, I have, um, my, um, sister-in-law had lupus from the time she was a child Wow! and there is a ton of things. Bottom line, it's an autoimmune disorder. So the one thing I stress more and more and more is boost that immune system. You know, you talked about CBDs, you know, I mean, CBD is so huge. Everybody thinks it's this miraculous thing that has just come about. It's not, it's been around since the 1800s. You know, I mean, there was, there was Kings that used to use the tea just to drink, to relax, you know, way back. And even in the 1400s. So, I mean, there's so many different things that date back with CBD. It's crazy, but the bottom line, what CBD does is it rebalances that endocannabinoid, like I can say it really good, system. I always get I'm, I'm glad you it. did because before you said it, I was thinking it and I wanted to bring it up. I'm like, endocannabinoid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah, right. Yeah, I know it's not, or endocannabis. You know, right. you can you can shorten it that way. And But let's tell everybody, it's the system in your body. So when you take CBD, you are just supporting the system in your body. Yes, really you're saying. actually, and you're rebalancing it. So that way your body can restore what we call homeostasis. So that way your body can start actually healing itself. That's why it works so well. It really works with, in conjunction with a lot of, it's not an adaptogen herb as, as much per se as some of the herbs that I work with. An adaptogen herb, let me give you the definition. That basically, everybody's system is, is unique. And these herbs are actually smart enough to be able to work with your own system individually. 
So, and it kind of works like an adaptogen herb, but it is not considered one. Hmm. Okay. So you're talking about CBD. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. You also deal in all different types of herbs as well. I do. I do. Hmm. I have Eastern, Western, and Native American herbology behind me for the most part, but I have studied since I was a young girl. My mother was an herbalist. My father was Lakota from Pine Ridge. So I started out as a very young child doing this. And, and so I had it coming from both directions and I absolutely loved it. My aunties used to say, Oh, the roots talk to her. So we're going to, we're going to teach her all the old fashioned ways. And they did. They taught me all those old medicine ways. And I have taken it and put it into my own um, products that I make myself because I make several different ones myself. Um, I utilize a lot of other organic growers and other indigenous small um, family owned and operated people, uh, you know, companies that, that, cause I can't make it all. I wish I could, but I'm just one, you know, I'm just one person, but I've researched it. So anytime anybody ever wants something unique or they've got like lupus or diabetes or cancer, I have alternatives either to if they don't want to go down the road of prescription medications, we have alternatives there or we have stuff that can work in conjunction with. So as a phytotherapist, that's why I went to school to do this. Mm. I can work directly with your, with your physician as long as they're willing. I can have you fill out all the paperwork. I can ship it over to them and I can get your blood work. I can get a lot of that stuff so I can see if the herbs and the medications are working correctly together. You know, we don't want high um, levels in our kidneys and and liver functions and things like that. So, you know, I, I think the oncology world is probably the closest one that I work with because mm. they're more open. They're way more open to any of this. Wow. Yeah, especially and and well, like you were talking about with the CBD, they have actually been like, oh, no, CBD. Yeah, do it. It great. It's great. It works for it. You know, it, it helps um, increase the appetite after chemo. It stops the nausea. You know, it, it um, you know, anti-inflammatory properties because they ache. It makes your bones ache and so on and so forth. So how about a success story that you know of? Maybe somebody you helped where they were, they were here. You worked with uh, herbal remedies and then you got them over to here. Um, do you want a CBD specific one or just a, a, hmm. a, a basic one? Good. Because I have several. <laughs> yeah. But- you know what? In my mind, I was looking for something outside of CBD. Just because CBD is um, widely available, but herbal remedies to me, not so much. People like you, not so much. So is there anything that stands out just where you help somebody just on the herbal side, not the CBD side? Yes. So um, I actually have, and I'll give you a story of three kind of, uh, or three different women. So, but they all use the same remedy. They all were type two diabetics. They were um, not wanting to move into the type one diabetes. They didn't want to be insulin dependent. So they came to me, all three didn't know each other, but they all found out that I was able to help with, with diabetes. So I assisted them. I have a a herbal tea and, and it was in conjunction with some CBD uh, and some other herbal tinctures. And after about six months, my, my greatest story was actually three months. She was off of her metformin. She's, she, 
uh, started using the herbal remedies, the teas, the tinctures, um, and slowly just got off. And she, of course, she went to her doctor and said, hey, I want off this stuff. How do I get off? And I, of course, didn't agree with her, gave her a hard time, didn't want to help her. And so I helped her get off of it. And she is, her A1Cs ended up going from like 10s down to 7s. Wow. Um, and within a year's uh, time. And then um, after, uh, I think it was a year and a half, um, she was down to 5.8s. So she was totally not even pre-diabetic anymore. Uh, the other two ladies basically followed suit. Now, everything is individual, just like any type of a medication. Herbs work differently with everybody. So my other two ladies took a little longer. They were six months to eight months before they were able to get off of their metformin. But all three of them are currently off metformin, which is probably the most common drug they give for, for type 2 diabetes. Um, and they are doing fantastic. Their A1Cs are all under sixes wow. and their blood sugars are stable. So amazing. Do you think, do you think Tammy that your native American roots, no pun intended on the word roots helps you even more. There's lots of herbalists out there, lots of good ones too, like yourself, but you have that background, which is kind of your heritage in a lot of ways. Do you think that was very impactful, very helpful? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I talk about how being a Native woman and living culturally from the time I was a teenager really formed everything of who I am now. And I love being able to assist the people. That's my whole purpose. I want to get these traditional medicines out there. I want people to have alternatives. I want them to have a choice. I want them to live a, a better, healthier, happier life. And that started with my spirituality. That started even before the plants. That started with my culture of how we live in a balanced way with everything, with the earth, with each other, the animals, you know, the the plants, all of it. And energetically, when you're connected with all of that, it's amazing how when somebody's talking to me, I just get that feeling, this is what's going to work. And I know it. It's like my ancestors are just going, here you go, Tam. We got you. This is what you need to do. And it's amazing. And there's times where I'll sit there and just be like, okay, maybe, maybe this should work. And then about Two minutes later, I'm like, no, no, shift gears. This is not it. So I think it's that really strong energetic connection with what I call the plant spirits really work with me and help me out. Would you say you're a little intuitive? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds bit. like. That's what it sounds yeah. like. You Like you pick up on things when you speak with people and it's almost like you're, maybe your spirit, your brain, whatever is already going there. It's like, hmm, yeah, all right, I'm getting something from this person. Uh, and then you just know instinctively which way to go. When I say instinctive, yeah. to me, that's intuitive in a lot of regards. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There's, there's people that's called me empathic. They've called me medicine woman. I've had all different kinds of titles. <laughs> yeah. I was going to do the medicine <laughs> woman me. one. The medicine woman one did stand out. And it's almost as if those who aren't so much educated, look at you and, and say, ah, she's the medicine woman, all oh, that foo-foo, woo-woo stuff. Okay, well, you know, in my mind, and tell me if this is your view or others view it this way, way back in the day, the medicine man, medicine woman, they were like on a pedestal. Then it kind of went a little bit in this direction where the, call it the traditional doctor, is now on the pedestal 
or was, and then it's kind of going back that way where herbal, natural, holistic remedies are okay. They're they're acceptable right. now. A lot, you know, there's always going to be a place for for Western medicine in our, you know, with technology right. and everything, but it ain't everything. There's so much no, more. It's not. No. And I want people to know they have options. I really, yeah. really do. And there is a ton of options out there. I don't care what you've got going on. If, if you know, it could be anything from gout to migraines, um, you know, psoriasis, you name it. I have something either on hand or an answer that you can at least look at. There's always another way. Um, the one thing that I talk about a lot of times, and this is an old Cherokee or, or correction, old Cheyenne saying that for every disease on this earth, there is a plant to cure it. That's an old Indian theory of existence. Hmm. Now, that was back in the 1800s. Of course, development and progress, we've wiped out a lot of those, those plants, unfortunately. Um, but there's thousands and thousands and thousands of these plants all over the world. And you just have to know what they are, how to use them. I mean, everybody probably has something medicinal literally in their backyard. It's funny you say that because I look at a dandelion and at one point, even when I was younger, weed taught to know that's a weed, that's a weed, but no, it's, there's, there's, there's things that it can do for you. Oh, absolutely. It is probably one of the best diuretics that you could find. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. It is a natural diuretic. Um, my, uh, my, when my second daughter was born, I, uh, swelled up like a balloon after birth don't know what it was. And I couldn't even put, I wear like a, like a size shoe, seven shoe. My, my, my cousin was the only one I could get a hold of at that time. And she had a size nine. I could barely get my foot into that. It's how bad. I mean, the edema was horrible. I went directly to dandelion tea. I was in my shoes. I was in my jeans in less than 72 hours. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. A little weed. And most of them are weeds. Matter of fact, there's a lot of states that spray stuff like Molin. Molin is abundant in Colorado. Probably one of the best herbs you can get for upper respiratory, for helping your, your skin issues and things like that. It's a noxious weed. They spray it because they want to kill it. I mean, it grows so abundant. So all of my students, when I take them out, I try and show them how you go and harvest this, but you got to get away from the road. You got to get back in because if not, you don't know if it's been sprayed. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's horrible. What yeah. do you say to somebody who is thinking about an herbal direction? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Would you, would you say to them that, what do you have to lose? As long as you double check to make sure that it doesn't conflict with maybe the meds that you're taking. Cause that's the way I'm viewing it. What do you, you know, yes. if I went to the doctor and he said, well, you're taking these pills and now I'm going to give you these over here. And he said, what do you got to lose? I'd be like, <laughs> you know, um, but right. What, what's those side effects going to be? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, are there side effects with herbal remedies? There can be. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there can be, especially if you are mixing a lot of different ones together. So herbal combinations are phenomenal and they can do wonders. But I tell everybody, please, please, please just don't jump on the herbal natural bandwagon. Don't read the stuff off the Internet. 
go to a certified naturalist, homeopathic doctor and herbalist, somebody who can get you to the right place that knows what the interactions are going to be. Because you could be doing the same thing right outside of a, a natural grocery store, you know, buying all of all of those and putting it together that that your doctor is is going to give you and all these side effects can happen. So yeah, you can have those interactions. You can have you can have drug interactions and you can have other herbal interactions. Absolutely. Wow. It can also stop the absorption of some of your your medications. So because it'll take over and do what the herb wants it to do and then your medication doesn't work anymore. Oops. <laughs> well that that's why there's you. You know, that you, right. need, you need to consult with an expert. Listen, you go to a doctor. It's not like you're going to, aside from over-the-counter meds, you're not going to get medication without consulting somebody who's an expert, i.e. the doctor. Same thing on your side. You shouldn't be just yeah. taking anything unless you consult with an expert. Uh, Absolutely. What The training to become an herbalist or a master herbalist, What what's involved? Um, about three years of really hardcore commitment. <laughs> um, you, you go through... Um, like botany, ethnobotany, microbiology. Uh, uh, as a phytotherapist, I studied a very small portion of pharmacology. So that way we could understand um, the difference between medications. Um, medications are grouped just like herbal plants are grouped. You have You've got the root, you have the leaf, you have the flower, you have your fungus, you have your barks. Basically, um, traditional medicines are are done exactly the or, or categorize a lot of the same way as um, Western medicines are. So they you look at that just like like amoxicillin or penicillin. So you have to understand the different categories. And if you and if you go to school to do that and understand these categories, then you know which ones don't mix. So yeah. that's kind of layman's terms briefly. Yeah, because no, <laughs> it's very you. hard. Yeah, yeah. I it it was it was about three years of constant nonstop study, um, and I am constantly doing continued education, constantly. So I have to ask you this I'm question. I'm always learning something new. Do you do you love gardening? I do. I do. I've hmm. got I've got my greenhouse, and I make a lot out of my own herbal tinctures. Um, I my house is full of plants. I love plants. I got probably aloe vera plants that are half the size. I'm only five foot two, but they're they're about half of me. That's how big they are. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It um I, you know, I, I love gardening, but when it comes to indoor plants, I don't know. Outdoor, I'm fantastic. Indoor, I don't have any luck. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I don't know where it goes wrong. I don't know what it is. Maybe I have to learn more about the pH and the soil and all of that, but um that's why you call upon an expert. I have to ask, Oyate, what does that mean? It means my family, my tribe. It is a very old Lakota word. And that's who brought me to this place is all of my, it's not just your blood. It's that extended family. It's that those people who, you know, is always there, who always got your back. Um, it, it's such a very powerful word that means something more deeper than just family. So in Lakota way, we look at those things and as, as words are powerful, you know, our words are sacred and that Oyate means my family, my tribe, but that's everybody who touches my life, who has brought me around to becoming the person I am today. And that's why I named it Oyate Herbals. Would you say those people that have, aside from your family, that have helped you along your path, your journey, would they be part of your tribe? 
Absolutely. They are part of the Oyate. Anybody, I tell everybody, if you go to my website, you look at that, you read my story, you purchase from me, you become a part of that Oyate because I take whatever you purchase and put it back into this beautiful herbal business. So that way I can help more people. Wow. How does it work? Somebody reaches out to you, let's say they're having some medical situation or it could be migraines or whatever it might be. They go to your website and then how does that journey begin? Well, they can either call me or text me. They can email me. Um, All of my contact information is absolutely on my website, which is oyateherbals.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. Send me a message. Text me. Pick up the phone and call me. You know, leave me a message. I will return your call. I will talk to you. Yeah, I get busy, but I make time for everybody. Your passion for doing what you do and helping people is just shines through. Like it's so powerful. Thank you. It really Thank does. It, it's there. And Thank your you. energy is like amazing. Um, and I've talked to herbalists before. Uh, you're different. <laughs> you're, you're very down to earth, <laughs> warm, and you Thank know you. your stuff. And maybe it's the Native American background that, that, you know, kind of supports you. Maybe, that, maybe it's that foundation that's there because that's what our country was founded on with those types of things back in the day. That's how we healed. That's how it was done. Yeah, that is. It is. And they were very humble people. Mm. They just wanted to live a very happy, balanced life, you know? And I mean, even my traditional Lakota ceremonies as we Sundance, you know, we pray and we do these things for every, every living thing. That's why we exist. You know, I look at this and they, my teachings and they talk about, you know, we seven generations ahead, you know, I want seven generations ahead to be so much better than what we were seven generations prior. Mm. I got very much interested in that culture watching a TV show a few years ago. I don't know if you've ever heard of Longmire. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and and it just, I actually have family that was on that. <laughs> that they were fill-ins. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pause button press. That just doesn't happen. I mean, I'm picking some random TV show about a about a sheriff in, you know. Out west, I'm I'm east, um, but there was a lot of references and a lot of the you know he lived the the res the reservation was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, how funny is that? Wow, right? Interesting. Um, yeah, and I don't know how accurate it was, but it made me appreciate, understand, respect the culture in watching that TV show. That's awesome. You know, there's a lot of Hollywood in all of that, just sure. like with Dances with Wolves. I mean, you know, there was Hollywood in that, but you know. You know, I knew people, you know, I mean, Wilma Thin Elk, you know, who is a very, very dear friend of mine, cousin, um, you know, she did all the language for that. You know, she taught Kevin Costner how to speak the language. I mean, wow. that's what she does. Her daughter's a teacher on the on Pine Ridge to teach all of that. But there's a lot of Hollywood and all of that. You know, if anybody really wants to know, go to the res. It's it's a mm. sad place, but they're a loving people. Go talk to the elders. They'll 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 talk to you. Interesting. Uh, I live on Long Island and almost every town name is Indian. Not kidding. Uh, We have the Shinnecock Indian tribe out east. Uh, I could pick up a rock and throw it and hit Ronkonkoma. Big town here. Uh, So very much the culture is here. And you know what? With all the Hollywood flashed up TV shows, 
if it spreads awareness, just makes people think and understand yes. about the culture, I, I got to believe isn't so bad as long as it portrays it, you know, loosely, closely to what it is. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, any way we can get the education out there, you know, one of, I think one of the worst things for me is when somebody comes up to me that, Oh, you're native American, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah. And it's almost a loaded question because I don't know if they're going to all of a sudden feel really sorry for me for what their, their ancestors did. And, you know, or, or they're going to want to be like, you know, oh my God, that's so cool. I want to learn. Or, you know, it, I never know how to take that question. It's been kind of an interesting one for years. Mm. Um, but realistically, you know, I just, we're all here we all, what I've been taught, we are all related. You know, we, 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 we use the word, which means we are all connected. We're all related and everything, everything, everything has to have that cycle and that circle, you know, and, and, and it doesn't matter if it's, it's the plants, the animals, all of it. It's that, it's that balance. And if everybody can learn to live in that balance with each other, we're going to have a great life. Sure with everything, with, with, with our children, with the planet, with the water, with the animals, it's, there's all a balance that has to happen. And Native American people, the indigenous cultures understood that blindly because that's the way they lived. Yeah. Yeah. Listen and learn. And if anybody wants to learn more, uh, what's your website, Tammy? It's oyateherbals.com. It's O-Y-A-T-E-H-E-R-B-A-L-S.com. Awesome. Fabulous talking with you today. There's so much more that we can talk about, I'm sure, just, you know, even digging deeper into it. And uh, I look forward to a a chance to do that in the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we will. We'll we'll get together again, Steve. I look forward to it. This was great. I appreciate all your assistance and and, and all your comments. It just really, you really touched my heart. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Touch mine. And and let's say it together. Endocannabinoid. Endocannabinoid. All right, we did it. We nailed it. All right, we'll talk soon. Thanks a lot. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So you see, son, good manners are very, very important. Someday, many years from now, when you're a grown-up, you'll be a man. And when you are, you should be a gentleman. Do you want me to go through it one more time? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open for ladies. If a door's shut, then knock first. Don't burp, don't swear, don't speak with your mouth full, don't reach across people's plates, keep your elbows off the table. What table? And don't interrupt. While we're at it, don't stare, don't use foul language, don't call people names, but do remember people's names. Always share your toys, play nice, and cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze. On the bus, give up your seat to anyone who has trouble standing. Bottom line, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.